6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right, uh, there was plenty of talk swirling around the Edmonton Oilers and Evander Kane. Kane's contract, of course, terminated with the San Jose Sharks. Was it over the weekend? And now a couple of teams, including the Oilers, are looking at him. And you know that Kane has uh, plenty of controversy surrounding him. Now, before the season began, he was suspended for, what was it, 21 games for the use of a fake COVID-19 vaccination card. Uh, as well, the NHL had investigated allegations of domestic assault made by his estranged wife, ultimately saying they could not be substantiated. Anna Kane also said that Evander Kane had bet on NHL games, including ones he played in with the Sharks, influencing their outcomes for his own financial benefit. The NHL's investigation into those claims did not find evidence of that as well. Now, the NHL is investigating, investigating how Kane crossed the border from the U.S. to Canada on December 29th, because here's the deal. He tested positive for COVID on December 21st and then flew to Vancouver on the 29th. At that time, Kane would have still been in the 10-day COVID, uh, HL COVID-19 protocol. So, you know, there's a lot swirling around him right now. And a number of people out there saying, hey, you know what, is this a guy that you know, the Edmonton Oilers uh, need or, or really want uh, at this point? Uh, yesterday, Oilers GM... Ken Holland spoke to the media and he said he believes in giving people second chances. I believe in second chances. You know, I, I, it's hard to be perfect. In, 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 we're all people. We all make mistakes. Some make big mistakes. Some make little mistakes. But it's hard to be. It's hard to be perfect. And um, I think if somebody makes a decision or does something in their life and they make a mistake, I think they have to, you know, try to. Um, you know, learn from it and and try to change and uh, and and then uh, should be entitled to a, a second opportunity once they once they do some of those things. Okay, second opportunity, but what about a third, fourth, or, or fifth? And why does it oftentimes seem that we give um you know some figures in the sports industry, in this in in, in the sporting world, those chances time and time and time and time again? Reed Wilkins is the host of Oilers Now and Oilers Hockey on 6:30. Ched checking in early this afternoon. Hey, Reed. Hey, Jalen. How are you? Good. All right. First off, uh, what is the latest um, on uh, the investigation into Kane crossing that border while he was still in, in, in protocol? And what impact could that have on any signing that, you know, we, we've been hearing about? Yeah, well, basically it means that he could not, he might not be signed as quickly as we anticipated, which you know, maybe could have been in the next couple of days or by the weekend. But as you referenced, Elliot Friedman has reported that the NHL is looking into this. Uh, you know, he was in the 10-day American Hockey League COVID-19 protocol and apparently crossed the border. So because th- this is being uh, investigated, this this could delay or, or really put off a team signing him. So that's sort of the, the latest there. Obviously, the last 24 hours have been kind of crazy because you had the former referee Tim Peel say he's going to Edmonton and and somebody else reported it and then oddly enough his agent Dan Milstein quote uh, quote tweeted a fake Twitter account (laughs) that was reporting (laughs) the signing but still the message was the same saying that they're interviewing with teams and um, no contract no uh, plans to travel for at least 48 hours things like that but uh, but I mean certainly the Oilers are one of the teams in the mix absolutely do you think it's going to happen here? Do you think he's going to come here? You know, 
I, I think the Oilers are on a very short list, and, and I'll leave it at that. I mean, it's it's okay. it's tough to okay. it's tough to say for sure. I think that there there are a couple different ways to look at it Fr- from a hockey perspective, and and I'll start there, knowing of course that we're going to get into some other stuff. From a hockey perspective, adding Evander Kane without having to trade away anything, and for probably quite cheap. I mean, he was making $7 million with San Jose. Whoever signs him is probably going to get him for around a million, right, because mm. of everything he's been through. Uh, adding a player who is, I mean, even even with the amount of games the Oilers have remaining in the season, he's he, you could probably make a pretty good bet that he's going to score 20 goals, given his history. So from that standpoint, um, he's a really good player. He's certainly what the Oilers need. I mean, he would play on one of their top two lines. So right away, his center would be either Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl. He's big, 6'2", over 200 pounds. He's he's nasty. I mean, he's had years over 100 penalty minutes he can hit. He's willing to fight. He checks a lot of boxes in terms of a power forward and something the Oilers or, or anybody would, would like to add from a hockey perspective. Does he want to play here? You know, he obviously knows wherever he's going. He's He kind of has to... Uh, come in and, and prove himself. Does he want to come to a team like Edmonton where he gets a lot of responsibility? Does he want to go to Tampa Bay and, and maybe the, the media attention is not as intense and he's joining a team that's already won a couple championships or, or, or a team like Florida that is kind of an up-and-coming team and looks pretty competitive. And again, he wouldn't be uh, under the microscope quite as much. So, you know, well, that's what... You know- from- I wonder, though, if you wouldn't, you know, you talk about being under the microscope, you come to Edmonton, every NHL player that is in Edmonton is is under the microscope, uh, Reed. And, and, you know, you take a look at, you know, those allegations that I touched on uh, earlier, the uh, the uh, the alleged abuse allegations, the, the betting allegations, which the NHL investigated, said they found, uh, you know, uh, no indication that, that those had happened. But there seems to be a lot of bad news that follows this guy. It's like this, this, this cloud that follows lose him would signing him you know cause more controversy more distractions for for a team that is you know seemingly already pretty distracted well i think it would now ultimately it you know it doesn't it wouldn't matter so much what the public and the media think if there's no story right i mean if he comes in and plays people might might have their opinions are they happy about it? Are they unhappy about it? I've certainly heard from people on both sides of the fence on inside sports over the last couple of days. You know, Bob has talked about it on his show. They even did a little Twitter poll that showed 60, 40 people would be in favor of, of the Oilers signing him. So I, I guess I, I think within the locker room, yeah, I, I would, ass- I would assume, you know, it would be more or less of a blank slate that they would, I mean, even if they maybe had some hard feelings or had heard bad things about him, um, that they realize he's signed for hockey. And I mean, look, he would not be signed without, I think, at least some sort of a blessing from Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, mm-hmm. and Darnell Nurse. And maybe even you could factor Duncan Keith and, and Mike Smith into that as some older players. And certainly Dave Tippett. You know, do you want to coach this guy? So then the question is, is he going to become a distraction? Well, that's where we go, and that's that's what you reference. Wherever he has been, he has been a distraction. Stories about not getting along with uh, teammates, kind of putting himself first. And that's I right. think, Jalen, I mean, you mentioned those allegations that the NHL said were unsubstantiated, so I'll take that at face value. I'm not going to blame the guy for things that were looked into and, and dismissed. But... What has happened this year? He fakes a COVID-19 uh, yeah. vaccination. He apparently, uh, you know, leaves protocol early. And there's sort of a history with Evander Kane of the rules don't apply to me. 
right? And and I think that's and and you know you look at hockey teams and really any team environment, it's all about rules and and following protocol whether it's covert or not i mean look at how these these men and women live who play sports at the prior level the bus leaves now practice starts at this time now you're getting your now you're getting taped up now you got to see the 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 therapist now you got to talk to the media now you got to go do a public appearance like they're expected to do certain things and behave a certain way all the time and everybody's expected to buy into that so the issue with kane is how come he has a history of sort of saying yeah 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 Yeah. whatever I, i can do what i want and, and so we see, you know, we see in sport, we see, you know, oftentimes, you know, different athletes uh, given all of these second, third, fourth chances. My goodness, I was, you know, we were talking about Antonio Brown on the weekend in, in, in the NFL, um, for example, just to name one. You know, I, I don't think a lot of other folks, humans, would, would get these chances. So when, when it comes to athletes, pro athletes, are we looking at winning and, and what that brings over anything else? And if so, is that something that we really need to reevaluate, do you think? Well, I think yes. I think winning is is usually a priority. Now, if you if you look at some players like Antonio Brown or, or other players who have been controversial in other leagues, for, for a lot of those players, eventually their their time has run out. And and eventually mm-hmm. f- for some players they've said the teams have said, Okay, we're not giving you another chance, or like Antonio Brown, you know, maybe you need to go get some help here with your mental health and and get your life going in a more positive direction but i I think you make a fair point and and i understand for for people who aren't um you know huge sports fans it might Mm -hmm. be more frustrating than for sports fans because i you know i've i know i've had messages from from oilers fans who have said like who cares he he comes in with a blank slate we need this type of player bring him in he's gonna he wants to turn his career around Eh. what better chance to do it i I understand if you're a non-sports fan you might say i don't care how many goals he scores uh he he seems like he's not a a great human being but i would also argue jaylen this doesn't just happen in the world of sports like i i I realize the the, you know look at some some actors and celebrities that Mm -hmm. has been like oh my god i can't believe they did that and two years later you know above the title making 20 million dollars to be in in a movie or, or or whatever but I, I think ultimately, and but that's like Ken Holland or any general manager, if there's a possibility to improve your team, you, you have to look into it. So maybe he's going to interview Evander Kane and think, I'm not convinced. I, you know, I'm not convinced he can come here and, and fit in. But I also th- think he would be at fault not, not to look into it and, and not to see. I mean, it's like when you do a job interview and anything you might be like well this guy got fired from his past job but i don't know i've already i you know he seems like he's good at his job yeah. maybe he's worth having coffee with for 15 minutes I, but I, yeah. I understand what i understand what you're saying i mean yeah. I, I i understand this this would rub a lot of people the wrong way yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that it rubs me the wrong way. I'm just, you know, it's just an interesting conversation, I, I think, to have. And, and, you know, when you, you know, you take a look at, you know, that, that winning at, uh, at all costs. And I, and I suspect all of it would be forgotten if, if the Oilers or when the Oilers make the playoffs, right? Like, let's, let's be real. Reed, we're going to have to leave it there. I'm really okay. out of time. I sure appreciate you joining me this afternoon. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay, see ya. Yeah, always appreciate Reed Wilkins uh, checking in, the host of Oilers Hockey and Inside Sports on 630 Chet.